The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, June 11th, and we have got a show full coming your way. We're going to kick it off, as we always do, heading to San Francisco Bay with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. Halibut fishing has been spectacular in the bay. We'll be jumping on board with Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. He's out in San Francisco Bay chasing butts, too. Lots of butt in the bay, apparently, lately. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores just got back from the Channel Islands and Sitka, Alaska. He joins us live in the studio to tell you about some of the great opportunity for you Northern California guys to get out of the heat and have a great trip of a lifetime. We've got the RV section coming up for you. Of course, Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service has got some great stuff for you on Bullard's Bar, Orville, and Eagle Lake. Alan Fong joins us with What's Hot with Fishing and Honey. He's got a new believe it or not, a new outdoor channel. It's called Fishing and Hunting Catch and Cook. Alan Fong Outdoors is the site. Just check it out on YouTube. He'll tell you all about it, I'm sure, in our segment later on today. Captain James Netzel, He's on a cruise heading up to Alaska right now with his wife, but he left me a recording yesterday morning about what is happening at Stampede and the kokanee action up there. You won't want to miss that. Randy Pringle, a fishing instructor, hooks up with us in our Pure Fishing Pro Staff tip of the week. And, of course, Kent Brown, back from a week at Clear Lake. What the hell do you think he's going to be talking about? We're going to talk about bass today? We're going to talk about bass. The whole segment, right? Four and a half whole minutes, and oh, then we're going to throw them up on the side and let them flop around you'll and die. You'll wind up going over my time slot. So I don't doubt that in a minute, because we've got Robert Muller live on Eagle Lake for Trophy Rainbows this morning. We'll be checking in with him he says it's nothing but great up there right now and of course dave hurley has got an update for you on great northern california freshwater opportunities from western outdoor news let's waste no time let's go to the man himself from san francisco bay the berkeley marina let's climb on board live the california dawn two with captain james smith good morning captain hey good morning Seth. tell us about it my friend tell us about it well right now i'm currently wiggling my way through a big line at the bait dock. There is a lot of people fired up about halibut fishing right now. And with the heat in the valley and everywhere, even San Francisco Bay was warm yesterday. Everybody is out here. A lot of people uh, trying to cash in on the big bite. Probably one of the biggest bites of halibut, the biggest biomass I've seen. My professional career, which is a long career, um, you know, biggest spot of halibut I, I think I've ever seen. It's been it's been incredible fishing. Let me tell you, the last couple of days have been nothing short of amazing. I've limited out this boat. In fact, both boats, California Dawn 1 and 2, on halibut the last three days in a row. Um, it was just phenomenal bite. Uh, one of the days I got in, we were done day before yesterday. I think I had my buddy Brad from Brusco Plumbing on Thursday. We were done by noon for 22 limits of halibut. Uh, Yesterday we had 23 limits. My other boat had 24 limits. 
just a massive spot of halibut. They're all over the bay. It's been fantastic this year. And um, kind of one of the newsworthy stories around here is just the halibut. It's just been unreal for us. Well, you're right. The halibut fishing has been great. As you know, I check with a lot of your buddies out there on the water, and they're all reporting great action. One of the things I'm most impressed with, hey, by the way, James, take a look at your uh, text messages while we're talking here. Uh, one of the things that I've really noticed out there is that the grade of fish is mixed this year. It looks like the bigs are hanging out with the mediums and the smalls. Are you noticing they're differentiating by size of where they're hanging, or are they just all over the place? Yeah, you know, uh, it just depends on the area. If you're in the flats, you're going to typically expect a 22 to 28-inch fish with a few larger ones mixed in. The last couple of days, we've been fishing closer to the gate. We're getting a sprinkling of fish that are on the larger side. Like yesterday, we had a 28-pounder, which is, is kind of untypical to see a smaller-grade fish with a bigger-grade fish. But on these small tides, anything's possible. There's a lot of big fish in the system. And uh, like I said, yesterday we seen some some big ones. And the day before, you know, a nicer, nicer grade of fish. So really cool to see those big ones. Uh, gets guys excited because you just don't know. You just don't know if they're going to be hooked up to that monster. It's going to be just a keeper or what. But overall, tons of good fish, lots of good fishing, um, just, you know, what can you say? Spectacular bite, and a lot of guys here are uh, cashing in. And hey, I hear you got a co a co-host in there this morning. Who's your, who's your co-host? He has one every. He has one every Saturday. Is that your sister? No, no, I'm not talking about the great Camp Brown. I'm talking <laughs> about your sister-in-law. You got a sister-in-law in the studio filling in for Camp Brown possibly next week. No, she's filling in right now for us. That's the way we like to do it. All right. Well, well. Good morning to uh, Kathy from the California Dawn crew here. I, I I know she's in there listening. So. Oh, she is. She thinks yeah. you're a ten. By the way, that's the only reason I set this whole thing up <laughs> just to embarrass her here live in the studio. She hasn't spent enough time with him. She spent too much time with this guy, her husband, <laughs> next to her. By the way, we're talking about my uh, brother and sister-in-law visiting from Canada right now. Marilyn's brother and hey, are we going to get some embarrassing him. stories about Marilyn later? Maybe not in my house. No, no. I got to live with that oh, woman after man. they're gone. You we're... know, her two adopted boys here, me and Mister Smith, would love to have some embarrassing stories, don't you think, James? Oh, I think that's an excellent idea. Like she doesn't have enough of them on us. <laughs> you know, guys, all she's going to do is call your parents and rat on you. So don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah. James, the action's going to be great. And I know you're probably going to, when the salmon action picks up a little again, you're probably going to sneak out and do a little salmon fishing too. But the halibut is just a spectacular fish, not only for eating, but for catching and the ease of catching it right now. Obviously, it doesn't seem to be a whole lot of work, but our professional captains out there taking you out, getting live bait, doing all their work, making sure the gear is in order. That's what makes a successful trip out there. James, give them all the hookup information they can use because they got to get out and have some fun. And before you do that, how much busier is it in the bay with salmon closed for three weeks? Well... Let's just put it this way. I got off the dock early, and there's a line going out of the mouth of the uh, Fisherman's Wharf here all the way out to the Jeremiah O'Brien. I mean, this this line could reach a quarter mile long today. So uh, it's really busy uh, because, you know, A, the fishing's great, B, the weather's hot, and, you know, C, salmon's closed. So what are you going to do? You're going to come to the bay and go halibut fishing. So. What's the you know, high? What's the, the high temperature going to be there? Uh, well, 
It's going to get blistery today. I think we'll have a high of 78 out here. So. 78. Yeah, I hope you burn your butt off while you're out there, my friend. <laughs> I live in the air conditioning, so what can you do? Exactly. It's all right. It's always cool out here. All right. Give them all that hookup information, James, so they can find out more yeah. and get on the water with you. Yeah, sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also, uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come on out, folks. The bite's really good. James, thanks for hooking up with us. If you get into some great action before the end of the show, please give us a shout back so we can give an update out there. We will do. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, one of the finest captains out there. Don't miss the opportunity to get on board with him. We're going to take a quick break right now. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. 
Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown, you have a uh, very busy week up at Clear Lake running around with Cheddar and the guys from NASCAR. We did. Yeah, my buddies all work for Stuart Haas Racing and uh, work on the uh, number four car with Kevin Harvick. And they're obviously in town in Sonoma. and uh, Went fishing, did yeah. some serious fishing out there. How many bluegill did they get? Uh, you know what? We caught a few bass. It was Unfortunately, when we all got together, Sep, fishing was about fourth on our list. You know, we had Wally's house to hang out at. Wally came up, and he and Cheddar fished the Wednesday night tournament. I'm, I'm kind of imagining the way the dinner went there. There'd be cocktails ahead of time. There'd be cocktails with dinner. There'd be cocktails after dinner. Allegedly. <laughs> and then you're probably just uh, cooking up. Uh, let's see, you had 94 pounds of tuna, I, I had recall. some bluefin we did one night from, obviously, our good friend Steve Carson, and uh, you know, they don't believe it or not. They don't, um, have tri-tips in that part of the world in, in, in North Carolina. It's just not a cut of meat the stores sell. Um, so every time he comes out, yeah, isn't that weird? So every time, uh, Cheddar comes out, he always requests tri-tips one night. And but we did all that and we got to hang out and, and, uh, and now this weekend we get to go hang out in their world. So we'll be down in Sonoma for the race. See our old buddy Randall Brown. He's already, uh, say hey to Randall. I haven't seen Randall for about two years now. Well, he had a daughter graduate high school, well, his, a daughter I, graduate I his, college. I see his father more than I see him. Exactly. So I will see, uh, Randall, I'm sure, down at Sonoma Raceway. And, you yep. know, he did so much with, uh, Cow Waterfowl and the, the dinners and all that stuff down and there. But. Kinder's barbecue. Yeah. No, mm. absolutely. Kinder's will be, uh, Kinder's will be at the race. Actually, they have a booth. Uh, doing barbecue, so you never want to miss that. Tell them you know Sep. They, they know who I am. No, he'll take care of me. So, so we look forward to it. But in the same respect, Sep, you know, all our friends that are going to Bodega Bay and over in that area, they should also be aware that it is NASCAR weekend and three o'clock on Sunday will not be a good time to be on, uh, leave you know, very late for home Sunday or yeah. leave very early Sunday. You yep. do not want to be winding around the Sonoma Napa area. Not at all. And it, it will be crazy, uh, traffic wise. So definitely get there early if you're going fishing and fish late. If the stop sign is backed up 30 or 40 cars and you're 20 miles away, you're going <laughs> to be late. It's going to be ugly. You're yeah, going to be late. It's going to be ugly. So we know what it does every year. You've, you've been down in that area for so long too. But yeah, we got to go fishing set clear like, I know, uh, do we have another segment to talk bass? Yes, we do. We're oh, going to talk good. about the whole thing here in just a couple of minutes. Oh, so I guess we got to go hook, get hooked up this morning. Well, I, I was going to take uh, my brother-in-law fishing, but he's one of these guys that turns into a 
monster if he gets fish slime or fish taste really? or fish smell around him. He blows up like a bad He's balloon. He's allergic to fish? And a half. Imagine how that would have affected our lives. I guess I should have told him those head. <laughs> I guess I should have told him those headphones had fish guts all Imagine over. what would have happened to us if we'd have had that condition. Mm. We'd have had to have a real job eventually. Well, a job. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, let's get hooked up with a good friend of ours. He's out there chasing butts in the bay too. Hey, Chris, do you have that butt music handy real quick? No, he doesn't have it real quick. That's all right. Let's get hooked up with a man himself from Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve Mitchell joins us live. He's also hitting it. San Francisco Bay for halibut today. Let's check in and see what the action's been like this week. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. Tell us about it, partner. What's the action been like for you on board that big new boat of yours? Oh, man. It proved that this boat is truly, truly fishy, Seth. I mean, it's been really good fishing. I can't complain. I mean, just like James had summed it up for you a little bit earlier, you know, the fishing is just on a whole nother level right now, so... This boat here has been really, really throwing fish over the rail left and right. And I guess you could just say that uh, everybody's on board been super-duper happy, and that's the way I want to keep it, you know? Absolutely. That means another customer that's going to be coming back again and bringing a new friend with him the next time to show him how much fun he had that trip out. Well, Steve, are you finding them easy to find, or are you having to look around and roam a little bit? Uh, No, you know what, Seth? It seemed like... uh, I've been finding a lot of the fish here lately, uh, to be honest with you. A couple of times I found the fish and ended up calling the whole fleet in onto them. And uh, it just happened to be big masses of fish at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And it's been good fishing. I mean, it's like everywhere you go seems like there's always some type of fish. And just like James was saying a little bit earlier, sometimes there's a mixture grade. As me and you talked a little bit earlier when you called me, I was telling you that – there's not, like, no big patches of, like, all big fish or all small fish. It's like they're mixed in. But then when we do hit the areas like Alcatraz or Angel Island, of course, those are areas that naturally produce big fish. And then that's where you can kind of, like, come into those 20s, 25s, and 30-pounders up there, you know. Yeah, but, that's that uh, east side of Alcatraz when you're uh, just sitting out there. There's a nice flat out there, and there's a deep hole near it, too. Just a real productive area for big fish. The, the guides always seem to go in there at the perfect minute on the tide. They know what to do, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> so we try to catch it at that beginning push of that tide. And uh, right as it turns, and we most of the time we end up catching the wind drift. So it could be slack tide, but that wind will end up pushing us. And we look forward to the wind where most people think that that wind is a problem. But that wind is actually a part of uh, what we need to make this happen. We get that wind drift, and uh, at slack tide, as it's pushing us on the beginning push of that income, man, it, it's like lights out right then and there, Seth, because they all, all those fish just end up. It's like a, a dinner bell just been hit. Also, oh. they're just chomping, man. That's how it goes. Well, it's live baits doing it for you guys, no doubt about it, and having an abundance of bait in the bay is probably what's bringing everything in here. You see in big schools of bait around the bay, and especially in the South Bay? Oh, yeah, a lot, lot. Well, you know what? The South Bay is is kind of like teetering off a little bit. I mean, there's still fish there. Don't get me wrong. There's still new schools of fish pushing in from out through the gate or whatever. But for the most part, everything is now being focused during this time of the year in the Central Bay, which is Alcatraz, Angel Island, Pussy Fields, of course, the flats and the, uh, the barges and everything. And, uh, yeah, a lot of bait around. You know, I'd say that much. 
What time are you going to be pulling back into the harbor today? Uh, I'm hoping early with the way everybody's been getting these early limits. I got a full boat on today. Got 15 guys out here. And uh, the more bait, the more merry. It looks like we got that bigger school of bait swimming up underneath us. The more these fish start to latch on. Yeah. We've been limiting out the last few trips on the boat. So hopefully we can get it done early today and these guys go home with a big bag of fish. Well, folks, you hear the excitement in his voice, and I guarantee you there's a lot of excitement in the guys on the deck that are reeling these fish in and taking them home. Make sure you're one of those lucky people, too. Make your reservations early because this is really going to pack out as people, you know, as the salmon fishermen get out of the bay, these guys' books are going to be booked pretty solid because they're going to have a lot of trips. It might, if you can get time off during the week, you'll have a much better time, in my opinion. I haven't fished a Saturday in 25 years, but I, oh, guarantee, yeah. I guarantee you, folks, if you go during the week, you're going to have a much nicer, much calmer time in the bay and a much more enjoyable time. But I'll tell you what. Anytime you can go out and have a great day of fishing and bring back big butts like that, whew, you got great meal coming your way. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need so they can jump on board with you. Yes, sir. Uh, I can be reached at 707-655-6736, or you can find me on the web at uh, at hookedupsportfishing.com, and that's hooked, uh, spelled H-O-O-K-D, not E-D. KD, but then uh, also you can find me on uh, social media on Facebook at uh, Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters or on, on Instagram as well as Hooked Up Sport Fishing. And you- uh, if you don't mind, Steph, I'd like to also add in there too, guys. Uh, we're also taking reservations for our salmon trips too, as the opener is on the 23rd. That's right. Uh, that's one of the highlights with us. So if you guys want to get in on that action too. And there's another opportunity with it reopening on June 23rd, a three-week closure we had, a little deal that was worked out with the department and commercial and uh, sport fishing guys. They're going to be hitting the water again on the 23rd. A lot of guys leaving the bay to go out for the salmon. If you can go during the week for those salmon, you're going to have a much better time. You're not going to have any waits and long lines to get bait and stuff. So if you have the opportunity to take a day off or you feel like you're going to be sick on a Wednesday like some people I know have done, you know, it's just a simple game of getting out there, calling in, playing hooky, and going play hook and hooking up a lot when you're with Steve Mitchell. Can I call in sick on Saturday? Yes, you may. All right, cool. Go ahead. Give them that number one more time, Steve. Nice and slow. Give them that hookup number. All right, guys. Yeah, I can definitely be reached at 707-655-6736. Hey, Mitchell, you have a great day on the water, and don't forget, you give me a shout back once you start hooking up. Let us know so we can give our listeners an update. All right, I got you, Seb. No problem. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing, a great opportunity and a big boat to take you out with a lot of comfort on San Francisco Bay. Hey, my next guest is live in the studio this morning. He just got back from running around all over the place with some wonderful trips. And uh, he started off with a little jaunt down to the uh, Channel Islands area. Joining us now is Mr. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, Seth. Sitka was Alaska. You went there after having a great saltwater trip. Yep. Do you but- want to explain to me why you're the only guy that gets these great trips? Well, you know, they say if you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life, right? So, so you haven't been working for a long time. <laughs> so we, we actually had this uh, Southern California trip booked since last year, and then the opportunity came to go to Sitka, 
And, you know, I'm not going to pass up on that, of course. So, uh, yeah, it was a quick uh, two-day trip down in Southern California, 24-hour turnaround here. Well, my first question, a two-day trip to Southern California, what can you accomplish in two days? Did you catch any fish? Oh, uh, you know, I'd, I'd never fished for yellowtail. And uh, this time of year, we had trophy fish. Uh, I had friends that were supposed to be down there the two days before. They got blown off the water. They said, you know, good luck. Yeah, Oksana. It, it was amazing. I mean, you know, I got I my I got one just under 50 pounds. And that's, from what I hear, that's a huge yellowtail. And we had a bunch of those on our boat. It was pretty extreme. Who, those are a pretty good fight. Who helped you reel it in? They tried to take that rod out of my hand because there were some sea lines, and I said, I'd rather this fish got eaten by that sea line than you pull this rod out of my hand. Yeah, well, they got the drift real quick, huh? Absolutely. It ain't all about meat. No, I, I got him in. There was no problem there. Well, it's what's amazing is, you know, we talk to Carson almost every week down there, our senior tuna. He's our expert for the Southern California, San Diego area, and all the tuna and everything down in Mexico. And he said it just a switch went off and it went thermonuclear right before you went down there. So things had to be good everywhere out there. There were people fishing everywhere. We actually went out of Marina del Rey, which isn't a really popular place, I guess, to fish, but there were, everybody was fishing out of Marina del Rey that week. So. Well, it, they're close in. They're easy to hook up with. They're not that easy to fight and get to the boat, but they, they are a struggle if you got the right gear. As Senior Tuna always says, I bet you had a two speed. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But to go down there in two days and have a great fishing experience like that, just about anybody can do that right now because it's so good. But it, to have the accomplishment of all the fish, all the satisfaction out of it, knowing that as soon as you get home, you're leaving for Sitka, Alaska. And I got to say, that looked like it was even a better trip. Uh, you know, that's one of those experiences that you I will remember every second of that trip for the rest of my life. You know, fished with a bunch of great guys. You know, I was uh, invited from the Pure Fishing Group. Mm -hmm. You know, we fished all the you know, the new Penn gear, and uh, you know, we uh, Penn or uh, Pure Fishing just acquired Savage gear, so we took a bunch of their lures down there, and they did not disappoint. Well, the Pure Fishing family owns a lot of companies that we all uh, love and buy a lot of stuff from. They pretty well encompass just about everything in the industry right now. Yes, they they do a great job. Um, but, you know, I fished with uh, the Northern California rep, Michael Chamberlain, the Southern California rep, Aaron Garcia. We had uh, Mike Wynn from Turner's on the boat. What a great group of guys. We had our little two-bedroom suite. We brought fresh food or fish home every night and cooked at the— Was it all salmon, everything salmon, or did uh, you do some halibut along the way? We, we did salmon the first night. We did halibut cheeks the second night and uh, fresh ceviche. Both you days. notice he's talking about eating and consumption of it. I'm talking about catching them. Well, I'll tell you what. The, uh, this is <laughs> I've already covered bluefin tuna on that. Yeah, step, so we got the whole menu. Done. It's the experience. You know, it's it's everything about you know Sitka is an absolutely beautiful place. If you've never been there, I highly recommend it. We stayed at the Horizon West uh, like fishing tours. It was the captain was phenomenal. The deckhand was phenomenal. The accommodations were phenomenal, and. Uh, the fishing, you know, it's they're the most highly regulated in most of Alaska, and we caught all of our halibut every day. We got our salmon every day. We got big rockfish every day. You know, one lingcod annually. We've caught probably fifty lingcod one day, and uh, you know, yeah, never, and they're never, like thirty pounds or bigger usually. You can take a look at my Facebook page. That one Mike wins holding. I don't know how big it is, but it's. I could probably put my head in his mouth. Yeah, there's some monsters there. No question about it. I've fished the Cook Inlet for a lot of rockfish as well as the halibut down there. I've hooked halibut that I just felt swim. 
and you couldn't slow it down if you had to. It was like a train on the other end. Well, I was giving the captain kind of a hard time about some of those black sea bass they catch there. I was like, hey, these are California fish. What's going on? And on day three, we got into a school of them. They average between 8 and 11 pounds. And uh, we just, eat you alive. You know, you're, you're dropping a seven-ounce jig down 300 feet of water and pulling these things up. And, you know, that's – I don't think I could bass fish. Well, it's quite <laughs> an experience, folks. And he had two great experiences in about a one-week period. You can do that, too, but you don't necessarily have to do it in that order. The only thing you two know about bass fishing is it's hard, and neither one of you are very good at it. It's hot, and you got to take <laughs> electrolytes. Screw it. I'll yeah. go catch some trout. Oh, if you were listening to my show. It's going to be 75 degrees at my trout lake. All right. Go ahead. All right. I, I thought I was going to have to have one of those guys feed me after the third night because I couldn't lift my arms to eat. That's how I felt after my first albacore, and it only weighed 40 pounds. <laughs> Well, Troy, it's nice of you to share all this. And, folks, you can get all the gear you need at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, whether you're going to Southern California for saltwater action or whether you're heading up to the north for Alaska for great halibut fishing and salmon fishing. This is the time of year to do it. And in about two weeks, on the 23rd, our salmon fishing opens up again down here. Make sure you get out and participate in it. If you can't afford a trip to to Alaska, to Sitka, or some of the great fishing up there. Start saving your nickels and dimes. That's what I did, and I ended up going a few times later on in life. I wanted to go as a kid and never had the opportunity, and uh, you will enjoy yourself. And as Troy said at the beginning of our interview, these are memories that you will remember the rest of your life. You know, think of it this way. 58 to 64 degrees, 100% chance of rain, and then fly back to Sacramento where it's 107. I could go back to Alaska. Yeah, I think I might move there. Matter of fact, if I wasn't so old, I would move there. Troy, thanks for coming in the studio and sharing your experience with us. You know, Sip, you got to think about this. What's that? We do the, you know, Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week every week, trying to, you know, talk about all the great products from Pure Fishing, and he gets to go to Alaska. Well, I've already been. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> There's plenty of options. I'm going back up. You I've, are. I've got to make one more bucket list trip I, up there. I want to have. A I had some time. dear friends actually um, at the ISC show this year. Caught me in the aisle and said, "Hey, we want to go to Alaska." And I took them over to Captain Steve Smith and got them all hooked up. And they've been sending me halibut photos all week with limits of giant halibut up Captain Steve's lodge. That's what so. happens when you go up there. That man puts you on fish all yeah, day long really until cool. you're exhausted. You don't want to do anything except go to bed. Yeah. Troy, that's James Smith's brother who's not a 10. That's right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a strong six. Maybe a seven. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to rate guys anymore because that from, just sounds a little. I'm going to hear from Captain Steve over that. <laughs> You're going to hear from Captain somebody, I'm sure. All right. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back from this break, God only knows what we're going to be covering. Oh, it's going to be RVs. And then I'm giving you all the info you need on Bullard's Bar Kokanee. Orville King Salmon and Bass Action and Eagle Lakes Trophy Rainbows right after this quick break. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around. The Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole. This fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss 
miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Bass and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, today I want to talk to you about space, everybody. Not outer space, but inner space. Storage space when you're using an RV. You know, I don't have the big spacious fifth wheel, 37 feet long that I used to. Now I've got everything in 24 feet. We had to make some hard decisions in our Class C motorhome, what we were going to leave behind. And some of the things that get left behind are quite often things like kayaks and bicycles or electric bikes and barbecues and generators, just because there's not space to store it all. But when you think of all the things that you would wish you could have along with you, if it would fit into the RV, you'd be a lot happier. 
Well, there's three things you can think of right off the top that I've already mentioned. People like to take kayaks out there. That takes a lot of space. Normally on the outside, the big motorhomes, no problem. Slide right inside. That's on those big diesel pushers and such. Electric bikes. You can hang that $1,000 to $5,000 bike on your back of the rig just like a ladder and have it stolen any night you want. Or you can keep it inside. Or you can sleep with it inside the RV or baby better yet leave it at home because it's just another big thing that really didn't fit the other thing is everybody's i mean they're taking smokers like traegers now really come on if you want barbecue flavor out there you might have to compromise a little bit instead of taking a big barbecue along when you're limited amount of storage on board and you know there's some neat five dollar portable barbecues that come in an aluminum tray with a rack and everything on it throw a match on it the whole thing lights you can barbecue and throw it all away but generators are something you really have to think about when you're out there and if you're out without one you're totally reliant on the battery in your rig or car or camper motorhome class c class b whatever you own you're totally reliant on the power in that battery and you know, after you use it during the day or at the night, if you're using a heater on board, God forbid, turn that key in the morning, you might hear a clicking sound or nothing at all. Not a sound you want to hear when you're out on the road. So generators do make it easy. They're a little noisy, but they do give you power when you need it. And you always got to remember your quiet hours, you know, after 10 o'clock at night and after before 8 o'clock in the morning you usually shut everything off or some rules but most campgrounds have rules and then there's always the solar power I bought the Jackery I haven't had to use it yet 1500 fully charged lithium battery pack with solar panels that'll charge by the sun in just a few hours or you can plug it in and recharge it when you do have power and it allows you to use almost everything on board except your big fan for the heating system and air conditioning. They aren't going to work off of it. But soon they'll have some, I'm sure, for all of us. So space is important. I take along an electric bike. We'll sleep with it if we have to. It's great transportation when you have a Class C motorhome like us. And we're not taking a motorcycle or anything along with us. So that's the only thing I really miss out on. I found those great options for the barbecues. Five bucks a time, throw it away after you use it. And my rig has a generator in it, which is built in. I really don't have to worry too much about that unless I'm running out of fuel. So it's always a good thing to think about. Your fuel may be propane running your generator or your fuel may be gasoline. Whatever it is, make sure you're full, comfortable, and ready to go with the toys that you need, not the toys you wish you had. And then maybe just buy a bigger motorhome. Get a hold of my friends at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, and they'll fix you up with a real big one, I'm sure. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! Man 
now. More California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I got to tell you, it's a shame getting old. Yeah, I talked to a guide the other day, and I said, well, have you been fishing this week? And he goes, yeah, Monday I was at Bullard's Bar, Tuesday I was at Oroville, Wednesday I'm at Eagle Lake, Thursday I'm going to be here, and then I'll be at Gold Lake for the weekend. And I'm thinking, how does he keep up with a pace like that? Let's go live right now to custom to our good friend Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service and find out how in the hell he goes so hard. How you doing, Captain? You're pretty good. How about yourself? Bullard's Bar, Oroville, Eagle, and Gold Lake all in the same week. What are you, 16 years old and just ready to go? Basically. Well, basically you're doing it. Tell our listeners about Bullard's Bar. We all know it's supposed to be a very easy place to get quick limits of Cokes. Yeah, it's been great fishing. I mean, maybe not quite as quick as Stampede, but it's been great fishing. Um, but same everything. I'm always on pink, and uh, fish are kind of spread out right now, but it'll just continue to kind of ball up as summer goes on and start, keep on moving up the river arm. What's but, the magic uh, What's the magic depth of- right now? Where are they hanging out? Uh, my best one's been 55, but pretty much 45 to 60, 65-ish, all in that little range. And uh, just get out early. The ski boaters are out like crazy. But uh, get out early and get your fish and get back in. But it's been good fishing, a lot of fun. You know, when the water skiers at uh, Bullard's get a little too hairy, too many of them out there, and they're running all over, one of the sneakiest things to do is go back towards those houseboats and make sure you don't get tangled up in all those uh, cables that are down there. But there's a lot of kokanee swimming around in that area, especially across the dam area. Yes, absolutely. And that's the, yeah, if you don't have all your fish, that's kind of the hideaway spot. At least you can get out of the boat traffic and rock and waves from all the surf boats. Absolutely. It's a good, it's a good hiding spot. Are you, there's, there's so many good spots up there that those fish concentrate in because there's so many fish. Uh, some people never leave the dark day area at all. They go, they launch at dark day and they're probably never 500 yards away from it from that point on. They don't even have to explore the lake. Well, you've also been running up to Oroville doing bass. What, what was the action like up there? Uh, that was, that's been wide open. I mean, triple digit fish days, nothing over three pounds, but, um, great fishing, just really, really good. And pretty much anything you wanted to throw, uh, you could fish deep if you want to. There was no reason we were fishing right up on the shoreline. Um, I was on a good little top water bite and the faster you work that sucker, the more you got bit, more blow ups you had. But, uh, a couple other guys on the boat, we were just throwing little soft plastics and swim baits. I was on top water we did float and fly for a little bit and everything caught fish it was all good just nothing over three pounds well it's still a lot of action and that's a lot of fun you know that's the kind of thing that uh, a, a father and son or family would just absolutely eat up watching the kids catch fish after fish like that and uh, they don't have to have a whole lot of technique do they no just get it outside the boat and we'll you're able to catch a fish you get it in the water we're gonna catch a fish that's it. No, we were joking around. Bad cats were like, that's right. You still deserve one. Well, you've been he- heading up to Eagle. You were there, what was it, Wednesday you were at Eagle Lake? Wednesday and Thursday. I fished Wednesday evening and Thursday morning. We had some friends up there camping for, since the opener, actually. They've been up there for quite some time. And uh, fishing's good. Fish are looking nice. I mean, it's not quite like what it was years ago before they had all the water issues, but it's still good fishing. Um Fish are beautiful. The first day, um, kind of fishing shallows and then seemed to be, the, uh, I think it's a north wind, I guess you'd say, picked up and blew all that warm water up there off the top end of the lake and the deeper water, so all that hot water from top end, it's all 10, 12, 
15 foot deep, blew down. So the water temperature jumps three degrees overnight. And it seemed like it pushed the, the feeding fish offshore a little bit more. I wouldn't so be a bit surprised. Better. You know, the other thing that pushes fish away from the shore is all those anglers that are trolling so close to shore. That's one of the things I noticed the first few years up there. Everybody's like within 50 to 100 yards of the shoreline. And then there'd be one or two boats out, two or 300 yards, maybe 400 yards out. And I'm thinking, I wonder if they're out there because everybody's spooking the fish out to deeper water. And you're you're right on. That's exactly what they're doing. I've fished that lake 30 years, and I've seen it happen. Yeah, absolutely. So the first day our better bite, you know, was closer to shore. And then the second day our better bite was offshore. But uh, it's all in those J-Fair flies and uh, the normal Eagle Lake techniques, but the, the hot orange and then uh, that yellow one. I'm pretty sure it's called all-around best, and it, it showed for it. And uh, but those are the top two colors by far. Well, where else are you going to be fishing? You were heading up to gold this weekend, but plans changed up there. What's the idea of gold? Is it just strictly the planter rainbows and a good time? No, we we're going to go up there and chase around some of those browns and lake trout and go fill up the cooler with some crawdads and have a good time. Uh, Get up, go camp. You're, you're going to have a nice time doing that. It's a lot of fun. Well, your target species, what are you targeting for your clients right now? Where do you where do you want to take them if you had your druthers? Uh, I've been Bullard's Bar Kokanee has just been great. And then we got some good trout fishing um, down below Bullard's at Inglebright. Those are a lot of smaller trout, I guess you could say. And then, But you got the opportunity for a 17-inch Kokanee, which has been that's pretty neat. Yeah, if you haven't seen the photo, and I know it's coming out in Western Outdoor News pretty soon, but soon, but it's also on Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. Uh, great pictures of seventeen and a half inch kokanee's being held there by his girlfriend. Just monster cokes for a small impoundment like that. If you can get up to Englebright, that looks like a very quiet, low traffic area spot that you can just have a great day and really relax on the water, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's all a boat and lake, so it keeps out a lot of kind of shore anglers, and not a lot of people know about it. Um, it's someplace that, you know, it's a local lake, and a lot of people kind of been going to for a lot of years. It's not real well-known for the fishing-wise. I mean, there's some really, really tough times there, and that's why I think it's not well-known for fishing. But if you're looking to get out, go fish for a couple hours, and then be able to go enjoy the day with the family at the lake, that's a very good option because you don't have a ton of people there. but And you still have the opportunity for fish, and – but there are times of years where it seems like it's kind of not very existent with fishing. Yeah, but that's when you got the houseboat and you kick back and you just cruise around. They got some great houseboat rentals up there, too. Folks, get an opportunity. Get up to Englebright, check it out, or any of your favorite lakes. And if you want to catch a lot of fish and learn how to catch more fish, Captain Justin Leonard without Cast Guide Service is the guy you want to go with. Justin, give him the hookup info real quick. Absolutely. 530 Seven zero, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Facebook more, more active on, but that's got contact information, previous reports, current reports, all of our good stuff. And folks, just for your information, this guy has got Rick Kennedy's stamp of approval on his forehead. Rick sent me a real nice note talking about what a great guy he is and a great source of information. He's already proved that to California Sports on Radio. That's why we use him regularly. Captain Justin Leonard without Cast Guide Service, folks. Don't miss the opportunity to get on board with him and have a great day fishing. Give him that phone number one more time. Absolutely. 530-277-6870. All right. Appreciate it, my friend. You take care. Knock them dead next time you're out. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Roll it. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to 
catch some fish today. Well, that means only one thing. The man himself from Alan Fong Outdoors, the Rodfather, joins us right now with what's hot and what's going on all over Northern California. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Ah, we're doing great. Where'd you go fishing this week? Uh, Monday, I was down in the Delta. did a video on um, <clears throat> how to use chatterbaits on stripers, and we just messed them up. We caught it. <laughs> You know, I watched I watched your videos this week, and I'm just shaking my head. You, you know, you're no young spring chicken, as we know, and you've got to be fishing what three days a week at least. Yeah, three or four. There, see, must be nice. Must be nice. Well, tell us about the striper action out there. What were you tossing exactly? In the, I, you're so proud. Look, you just pull up the lure, you show it to us, you go chatterbaits, and that's yeah. they were killing you know, it. I just, I just, I'm showing these guys, those stripers, you know, that's their main diet. You know, I found them in real shallow water chasing crawdads right along with the bass. And it's, it's epic, man. It's one after another. Yeah, are they the, are they typical schoolie size fish or are you getting the full grades all the way top to bottom? Uh, you know, the biggest one we caught the other day was seven pounds, but they're all, you know, in that five to seven. Some of them are still milking. Um, but a lot of action. You know, if you know where the little channels are in the grass beds, you know, the boat's in one to three feet of water, and we're catching the heck out of them. And last fall, the biggest one I caught was 34 pounds in a foot of water. So they're in there. That made a heck of a swirl when it took that bait, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. <laughs> in fact, someone threw a Volkswagen in there. Well, that doesn't, su- that doesn't surprise me. Uh, Feather River's got every car there's ever made in it, I think. So we um, did it, made a good video to be coming out here pretty soon. And then I went out to South Bay with um, Tanner Carrick, and everybody was drifting. Jay and everybody was drifting live live bait. We were trolling tray bait, and we probably hooked over at least 25. But we ended up putting um, 14 nice ones in the boat because we had to get back in town. I had to get back, so cut the trip a little bit short but it's fun and there's a lot of fish out there i don't doubt it you know just what checking around on youtube i stumbled across your downrigger 101 class that you had another video on on your new youtube channel and Uh you're really giving people solid information you're giving people the stuff that they need to go out and succeed and folks if you haven't seen one of his videos yet go over to youtube to alan fong outdoors and just punch it up it's amazing how much you can learn in just a couple of minutes. And, you know, Alan's a casual guy, no question about it. And he relates it to you in simple terms that you can understand it and get out and implement it yourself. Alan, I just saw the new notice on fishing and hunting, catch and cook, too. You want to tell our listeners about that? Well, eventually, you know, we want to – I did a one cooking one already, but I do a lot of cooking, and it's just having the time, you know, to get it all done and – but eventually, you know, when I get caught up here, you know, I'm going to do a lot more uh, cooking. I used to have restaurants, and I love cooking. So, you know, it's going to happen. There's, gotta, can't find no time. This is like a job. <laughs> it's like a full-time job running around shooting videos, and you got to edit it all. You're lucky you got a great editor and a shooter to do your cameras for you. 
But it, it's a it, complex thing getting all this put together and having a life and going fishing three or four days a week and then putting it all together in these educational videos that you're doing for everybody out there. Really good stuff. Where are you going next? What's the next video is going to be on? Um, I'm headed to Alaska tomorrow, so I'm going to shoot one up there. I won't have a report on Wednesday because I'll be up there. But, um, yeah, it'll be on Alaska. They got so, any, t- they got any telephones in Alaska? Um, before it worked, cause I called your show in one year. Yeah, yeah we'll but, do, we'll do it live Saturday morning if we can. Live from Alaska. No, I'll, be, I'll be home. Oh, you'll be already back by then, huh? Um, it's going to be a six day trip, so I'll be back on Saturday. Excellent, excellent. Well, folks, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to get over to Alan Fong Outdoors and check out his YouTube channel. Some absolutely great stuff on there. Educational and informative at the same time. And that's exactly what we all need. All right. Here's your usual question. Where are you going next? Alaska. Well, after Alaska. Where are you going around here in Northern California? Where do you wish you were going if you weren't going to Alaska? Denise went to party yesterday uh, with Rob Reiner and they caught a lot of coconut and they're, they're only like 11 inches, but they're fat. They're really wide fish. I thought they were bigger in the picture, but. She said, no, they're only 11 inches, but crazy action. So that's best a, place to be. That's a great place to be. I hear New Malonis is picking up. We all know Stampede's rolling, but I'm sure our friend Dave Hurley will have all that information later on for us. Well, Alan, I want to thank you for joining us. And, folks, once again, if you're not checking out Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube, you're making a big mistake. A lot of people are. When we started looking at Alan's channel, he had about 800 subscribers I think you're at six thirty six hundred or something now and climbing fast, my friend. And mm-hmm. I, <laughs> we're gonna get you up to about fifty thousand here in the next couple of weeks. Let's see if we can do that. Uh, hey listeners, why don't you go to YouTube right now? It's all free. All you gotta do is click on subscribe. There's no charge for it, and you start getting it automatically popping up in your emails. And you can go to it anytime you want and check it out. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us today. Have a wonderful trip in Alaska, and we'll talk to you all about it next Saturday. All right. See you later. Take care, guy. Alan Fung with Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. We appreciate it. Quick break right now. We come back. Mike Ogney's got everything you need to know on Salmon Action and the reopening coming up on the 23rd right after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? 
For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lawrence is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. I see I have plenty of time to fill everyone in here. Yeah, you better talk fast and quit wasting words. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, um, just to piss you off a little bit, uh, like Alan, I'm headed to Alaska this afternoon. Uh, well, all right. I hate you now, too. Yeah, well, for, for, for a couple of weeks, but you know you can always join me. Um, anyways, Salmon is closed until the 22nd. We're closed for three weeks, and it reopens on the 22nd. There's still some good action Are you sure it's happening. not the 23rd it reopens? It's uh, Saturday, I believe. Oh. I'd have to double-check. Somebody check that on there. Right here in front I of me. got one right here in front of me. Well, that's interesting. The twenty third is a Tuesday, is a Thursday. A Thursday, oh. I believe that we reopen on the twenty second. We're closed for for three weeks. Reopen on the twenty second, a Wednesday, and um, you know there's some great action on the coast. The closure right now is Oregon border down to Pigeon Point. Pigeon Point is midway between Half Moon Bay and Santa Cruz. Boats from ha- from Half Moon Bay have been running south to Pigeon Point, getting limits of salmon this week. 
Boats out of Santa Cruz and Monterey have been seeing a fish per rod to limits, mostly mooch and deep um, in, uh, in uh, Monterey Bay, but some nice quality fish. We're seeing fish up and down the entire coast just prior to, the, to this closure. We were seeing limits out of Eureka, Crescent City, uh, Fort Bragg. Bodega uh, Bay, is, has, uh, we've been seeing a lot of wind, but I expect it's just going to go ballistic there. And there's been fish down off the uh, deep reef. So we're seeing good action up and down the entire coast. We got a great summer coming up here. Get ready for it. Yeah, um, this is the expectations have to be high for this reopener coming up. It's it's It should bust. The fish should start kegging up around our areas here really soon. And as they move north, they're just going to have more and more of them dropping in for a visit. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I get to take you in, in August, but it's going to get really good here in the next couple of months. And you really need to get on the books now with the, with the season being condensed and, um, and, and the windy weather. Now, a lot of these trips have been rolled back from the past month into July and August. So the books are filling up fast for all the boats on the coast. So get out there now. If you're looking for halibut, San Francisco Bay has just been on fire, as you know, and there's been really good Pacific halibut fishing, out of Eureka, um, all the boats saw limits of some of the best quality Pacific halibut that I've seen ever in California. There's now a he's, lot. He's talking Pacific halibut here, not the California halibut that we're getting in San Francisco Bay. They're a little smaller. These Pacific halibut get up to 80, 100 pounds plus. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and they're seeing you know a lot of 50-pound fish up out of uh, uh, Eureka, up to 75 pounds. So nice quality action there. Um, you know, rock cod is going to be good everywhere as it as it has been. So get on out, do it. It's it's happening everywhere. There's a lot of opportunities, and it's a great time to be an angler in California. Well, you're with the co-owner of the Real Magic. Why don't you give them the information out on the Real Magic where they can find out more information and call the captain and get a trip booked. And we have when we have updates all the time on our Facebook page, and you can check us out at Real Magic Sport Fishing Charters. And uh, our number is so simple. It's 707-875-BOAT. That's the way we do it, folks. We keep it simple because we're fishermen. Thank you, Mike. You have a great time in uh, Alaska, and I will hate you every day until I talk to you next Saturday. We'll talk with you soon. All right. Take care, and thanks for the call, my friend. Hey, folks, you know how this works. There's a whole nother hour of this show right around the corner. We've got a great guest for you, starting off with a recording from Captain James Netzel. Stampede is probably the premier coconut lake going on right now. You'll want to be listening to that right after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. 
Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530-735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. Second hour of California Sportsman coming your way. We're kicking it off in just a second with a pre-recorded segment from James Netzel, Tight Lines Guide Service. Wide open kokanee fishing, and he's on a cruise ship to Alaska with his wife. Yeah, there's certain times you don't go fishing. You go on a cruise with your wife because your wife probably lets you buy the boat and all the toys and all the equipment and everything else. We'll be checking in with him, finding out what's going on up at Stampede. And I can tell you... Wide open, fast action, quadruples, 40, 50, 60 fish in a morning, maybe more if you're fast at rebating and get them back down. Randy Pringle will be doing our Pure Fishing Pro Staff tip. This fishing instructor is going to have some bass information for you, I am certain. And Kent Brown's back from several days up with the NASCAR crew up at Clear Lake. He'll tell you about bass fishing up there. Travis Morgan hooks up with some great Father's Day gift ideas for you from guns, fishing, and other stuff. And then we're taking you live on the water to Eagle Lake with North State Guide Service, checking out the big rainbows up there. Dave Hurley's got more opportunities from Western Outdoor News, and you can bet there's more, lots more. But let's not waste any time right now. Let's go to that pre-recorded from Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Netzel. Take a listen to this. 
Hello, this is James with Tight Lines Guide Service giving you a report for a stampede. Uh, can't give you a live on the water report. Well, kind of. I'm uh, on a cruise ship on my way up to Alaska, so I am on the live on the water. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about stampede. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you to the Department of Fish and Wildlife for reducing the plant amount to 50,000 fingerlings as opposed to 75,000 uh, because uh, actually starting to see some bigger fish here. Average size fish right now is between 14 to 15 inches. We are getting some smaller than that. We are getting some larger than that. We've got them up almost over close to 16 inches. And the nice thing about these uh, kokanee up here at Stampede is they are very, very fat. They're like little bitty footballs. Uh, so you get good quality fish. So you don't have to look for a pack of boats this time of year up at Stampede if you're going to go out there and fish. You'll do a lot better when you're by yourself. It doesn't matter where you go. There's fish everywhere. I went over around the whole lake the other day. Only had three clients, so we were trying to stretch our day out long as we can. And uh, didn't matter where we went, we caught fish. So there was a big group of boats over to my right side as soon as I left the the uh, boat ramp so i went to the left side stayed by myself uh, caught a lot of fish when you're the only fish on a couple schools you get lots of bites if you're with 30 other boats on the same school uh, you're going to get limited bites so try to stay by yourself if you can uh, you start getting three or four people around you turn around and go the other way you don't have to worry about it because there's fish everywhere so typically I don't have a set depth when I start out. I turn my fish finder on, that tells me where I'm gonna fish. You're not gonna see the fish in the top 10, 15 feet of water because they're gonna scatter when they see your boat. So yes, you can top line and catch fish, but your better quality fish are down deeper. So, uh, let's see, I think, uh, let's see, I can't remember what day today is, but uh, uh, see, a couple days ago we were there, we did, our best quality fish came between 40 and 50 feet deep. And then the day after that, I did better 30 to 40 feet deep for bigger fish. Uh, so I start out anywhere between 20 feet down to 40 to 50 feet. And I'm running 50 foot setbacks off my downrigger. And I make them all the same. If you make all your setbacks the same, you don't get near as many line tangles as, as if you're uh, setting different setbacks. If you're top lining and you got one 75 feet back, make them all 75 feet back. Because if you get a fish on like a 10 foot setback down at 40 feet, that fish comes to the surface, he's gonna get caught up in that long lineup on top. So make all your setbacks the same. I was trolling anywhere between one to 1.2 miles an hour with my electric uh, motor, nice and quiet, uh, peaceful, enjoy the outdoors. You want to listen to that motor going. And uh, see my colors, oh man, I don't know what colors don't work. Uh, I think you can probably put a cigarette butt out there and put a couple pieces of corn on there and catch a fish. So I don't think there's a top color for anybody. For me, my best color uh, has been pink and green, combination of the two colors. Uh, we started out with four different colors starting out with and ended the day with all the same color with pink and green on there. My top producer was a watermelon spinner 
course, pink and green. And I don't think it matters what color Dodger you got. So just pick your favorite Dodger, and guess what? It's probably going to be your top Dodger. And I use tuna flavored corn on the back uh, for my corn. Uh, I don't do anything special to my tuna. People think I have a secret recipe. You know, my secret is I open up a can of shoe-peg corn in the morning and drain the juice out, uh, put about half the can in a container, and I take the chicken of the sea tuna soaked in oil. I take the top off, squeeze all the juice out, and put about two tablespoons of, of the tuna in it, mix it together, and that's my tuna for the day. And then the leftover corn, that's my dinner. <laughs> So, uh, no, I don't use tuna-flavored corn on my dinner. I think it's kind of gross. But nothing in my corn that you can't eat. Uh, average fish fish uh, ratio right now is about two limits an hour. So if you got six clients, it's usually about three, three-and-a-half-hour a day. If you only got two clients, uh, it's going to be a pretty quick trip. Uh, so good fishing out there. Get out there. Have a lot of fun. Uh, I wish I had more to... More to uh, tell you but it's good fishing and catch fish everywhere you go all right talk to you later bye-bye oh information you can get a hold of me or you can book online at fishtightlines.com you can email me at info at fishtightlines.com or you can give me a call at 916-284-3089 or toll free at 888 888- Nine seven five zero nine nine zero. Thank you. Bye bye. Supposed to be doing something right now. Who am I talking to? Oh, the recording must be over. That's what happens when we have a big crew in the studio. I'm still in the six o'clock. Captain hour. James Nutzel telling <laughs> Captain James Nutzel telling us all about Stampede Reservoir. I'm going to be going up there with him here in a, as soon as he gets back. I want to sneak up for a day? I told him. Uh, I'll go out, and he goes, yeah, we'll get out early, and we'll get our fish. And I said, no, 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 you take your clients out. Then you come back after you're done with your clients. Take me out for an hour. That should be good for 10, 15 Cokes, and that's enough for anybody. So I just want to do a short and sweet. But it's time for Gun Owners of California, lucky winner. And I'm not the winner this week, but I was last week. You were last week, uh, absolutely. But the 2022 primary election's now over. Gun Owners of California is now fully engaged in the general election which will decide the future of California and America. Gun owners of California waiting with great anticipation for a ruling from the Supreme Court. So we're uh, definitely keeping an eye on that and what it will do to the direction of gun control in the state forever. Uh, The rest of the year, we're going to be very interesting. So make sure that you're following along with the gun owners website, gunownersca.com. Winter 24, 2022, gun owners of California, 52 guns. 52 weeks raffle is ticket number 1216 that is rachel guthrie of orangeville california congratulations rachel you have a ruger wrangler silver single action pistol in 22 long rifle well you're going to need a little black leather holster for that yeah kydex yeah exactly uh they're going to be giving you a call sending you over to do all the proper paperwork on that gun gun owners of california california and america's oldest pro-gun political action committee you know i got to tell you uh when I won last week, those people are so on top of the game. I immediately got texts. I immediately got information. Then I got contacted by Sportsman's Warehouse. They do a fabulous yeah. job of follow-up and communicating with everybody. The gun that I won wasn't in stock. And I want—I really wanted to get a forty-five anyway. Yeah. 
So what I decided to do is take a card. A gift card. I'm going to win again. I'll put the two gift cards together one of these days and go get my 45. Oh. It's a great investment for the future of not only gun owners of California, but for you and your lucky winner. And 52 times a year, they have a lucky winner. They give away a gun. They call us. They tell us who the winner is. So you have a big dollar we gift We announce card it now. here. Yeah. <laughs> That I'm Wanna just going to sit on for a while. Want to go hang out sports warehouse? You know, Kent, you could walk around in there right now, and there's hardly anything I need out of that I, store. I went to our I went to our Bass Pro Store in Springfield for five days, and I didn't buy any fish and tackle. It was sad. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> you really don't need it. How much did you shoplift is the question. Well, that's the other question, yeah. I reckon. We better take a quick break right now because we need some time for the fishing instructor when we come back for our Pure Fishing Pro Staff. still alive? Apparently so. Wow. We'll find out in just a minute. That's I bet cool. he's chasing bass in the Delta today, too. We'll soon see. Right after this. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the fishing instructor, Randy Pringle. You know, Step, I must not have done anything wrong in the past couple of weeks because I haven't heard from him. Well, we're going to hear from him today <laughs> and find out what he's up to. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. You know, uh, when when your cousin next to you, Louis the Lips, sat there and said I, I thought he was dead, I felt like uh, Big Jake in the movie with, uh, you know, when they go, I thought you were dead. Not hardly. <laughs> Not hardly. Not hardly. Well, Gross, no, you're grossly busy. overstated. You're busy, buddy. I keep talking. I keep promoting all the dates on my show for the BBT, and it's great times and great lakes, and you're getting big fields. And I know this is a time of year you just leave Randy alone. You know, uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, we're, you know, Sherry and I are just we running up and down. And uh, due to that gas prices, I've picked up a guide service more than I'd like because I'm old. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, we got to, you know, you try to offset any way you can nowadays. We appreciate Mr. Newsom and, and all the, that he has done for us out here and Mr. Biden and all the things. I'm not going to get political, but I really appreciate it that I get to go back to doing more work than ever before. And uh, we all can appreciate that. And it's really, really polite and nice. That <laughs> you certainly know how to put that. a positive twist on something, yeah, don't does you? Does he? <laughs> I, really, I mean, right now, if you could see me, I have a tear in my eye. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, my I, guess is you got a rod and reel in your hand. It, you know what? It, 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 hold on. You know what that sound was? Uh, probably just push the button on the bail. Yes, I did. Well, you know the funny <laughs> part? That electric trolling motor doesn't burn any gas, Randy. You, um, I'm launching out of lads. Yeah, just stand on and that electric trolling motor. I go motor. in there, and I tell them I'm, I'm, I'm a senior because if you're 61 uh, or 62, I don't know what it is, but I hit that mark. And so I just go in there and pay my money at lads. Because I'm a senior now. Say, they didn't argue the fact. Yeah, you don't you, even have to show them your license. No, you, they look right at you. That little that little young girl looks at you. Thank goes, you, hey, sir. You are old. I'm not. Don't Did you bring your grandchildren, sir? Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> well, Randy, what do you got for us in the pro staff tip? I bet you know, it has something to do with bassing in the Delta, though. You know, here it is. Uh, you know, we're out here, and it's really beautiful days. The mornings are great. The afternoons are hot. But... You've got to adjust, and your pure fishing tip of the week is this. Pure fishing has enough products for you can adjust. So the other day, I sent some pictures to Sep. I was sitting in the boat when the, the text went off. I'm sitting in the boat. There was a kid in the bow fishing with me all day long, an 8-year-old. And I took a picture of it, and I sent it over to Sep. And I'm text, texting him back. Uh, I think I was texting him. Was talking to him or texting him? I think I was texting, texting him. him. Yeah. And, then, and then, boom, he catches a fish. And then he brings and he turns. The picture shows him with the chopo. Now the chopo is a topwater bait with the with the propeller on the back, the little little spinning propeller. There's other baits very similar to it, but they what pier fishing did was they took an idea, made it a little bit better. And what's really cool about the pier fishing stuff is that you can adjust from the morning bite. It got a little windy that morning bite, put a little riffle on the water, and we adjusted. 
and he caught fish on top water with a popper in the morning, and then he went to the chapo in the afternoon, and he just devastated the fish. We caught 30 fish the other day with the eight-year-old kid, and my, dad and son were all throwing spinning rods, and it caught 30 fish. Well, that was such and a good picture. I took it upon myself to forward it to Mr. Hurley. Has he contacted you yet? He did, and we sent him the picture of one of the other ones. Kid caught one close to four, and he had a couple threes in it. Photo, and, photogenic, uh, saw, it, very photogenic shot. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's Grace in the cover of Western Outdoor News soon. It was it was a good shot. The kid just smiles. I mean, he's never caught that many fish in his life, and the key was the pure fishing products. I know some people have different things, but but there are enough products in the pure fishing line that you can find something for your niche. And on that day, that chopo with that chop on the water was the niche. And it had a little riffle. you got to have something that gurgles. And it was just one after another after another. And I was just laughing. Other anglers, they were coming down one way. We were going down another way. And they were, hey, how'd you catch any fish back in there? Oh, no, we, you know, there wasn't many back in there. I was like, boosh, boosh, boosh. And I'm like, I love doing that. That makes my day. <laughs> and the dad's smiling, kids catching fish, and we just had a ball. And so your pure fishing tip of the week is real simple. Adjust, and they have the product. The Chapo in the wind was the ticket to be hold right there. It was just an awesome time with a youngster and take a young kid fishing. I think it was just a, it just just it brought back enjoyment. Hey, that photo that photo said a lot. The kid's wearing a Bass Pro Shops hat. He's wearing what looked like some kind of a version of a jersey. He's in shorts. He's impeccably dressed, and he's got a smile on his face and a fish in his hand. And he's probably what ten, eleven years old, maybe twelve. He's eight. Eight. He's a big, tall one. He's gonna be a boat. He's gonna be tossing the big ball at the hoop. He's yeah. And then I gave him a bait caster. And I put some electrical tape around it after I casted it. And his dad goes, what is that? I said, you said that he can't do it without backlashing. If you put electrical tape around that reel after you make one cast, you can't cast past electrical tape. Just put the electrical tape on, a ro- on the roll, reel it backwards till it goes 360 degrees, cut the electrical tape off, and then pat it down. And when you reel it back in, hand it to a kid and let him try a bait caster because he can't make it any worse because it won't go past the electrical tape. Kid, I'm going to try that with Sam. Yeah, I think it's a perfect <laughs> thing for me. Well, Randy, we there's a reason he trolls, bud. He can't cast. And I still get tangled up. It's amazing what I can do. You know, you get a boat going in a circle with four lines out the back and then four downrigger lines going down there, and you go in about three circles, about 20-foot circles. you got a mess on your hands. That's Flaming Gorge fishing for you. Randy, I want to thank you for hooking up with us, but I want to remind everybody that he's also the fishing instructor and takes people out, giving them an education on the water and a great day catching fish. If you'd like to get out with him, Randy, give him the phone number for the fishing instructor so they can come out and have some fun. You can always get a hold of me at area code 209-543-6260, or you can email me, fishinginstructor.com. And like I always like to say, Let's get on those fish. And if you're interested in getting into some beginning stages of bass fishing, he owns the best bass tournaments, and he's getting great draws and attendance at the events. It's a good place where you can go and take an aluminum boat, do whatever you want. You don't even have to have a big, fancy bass boat. It's an entry-level stuff. Take your kid, go out and fish a tournament, and have a great time. And it's a fun tournament. It isn't one of those with the guys. It's always a good time when you're getting out with people 
We have from every race, creed, color, size, short, fat, skinny, and kids that climb on rocks. You got any yeah, of those? You got any of those purple ones that run around with the blonde wigs? We, you saw that? Yes, I did. I thought she looked pretty cute too. <laughs> Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Thanks for hooking up with us and sharing your pure fishing pro staff tip of the week, my friend. We'll see you very soon. You got it, guys. You have a great day. All right, take care, Randy, and thank you much. You know, he's always a great source of information. There's no doubt about it. But some of the best information on Clear Lakes available right across this table from me right now. It, it is. It is. Still the bass capital of the West. You know, I was telling the guys, we got up there this last week, Seth, but every year I get to uh, run away for a few days, stay at my buddy's Wally's house. When uh, when NASCAR comes to Sonoma Raceway, my uh, my buddy's uh, Cheddar Smith, he's the, the car chief for Stuart Haas Racing on the number four car that Kevin Harvick drives. And uh, so we get to go to Clear Lake and go fishing and just hang out. And uh, it, it, even when it sucks, you want to go back. I got I got a question. I know years and years of bass experience here, so I, yeah. I I really think that you probably got the answer for me. Is it better to fish without a hangover or with a hangover? <laughs> You'd have to ask Cheddar because he actually tried to uh, he he handled that uh, for the group the, a little better than the rest. The face plant. Well, some of us are uh, some of us are older and wiser, shall ah, we say? Ah, that's exactly the older word. and wiser. Well, tell us about the action. I know I watched Ross England's uh, video on launch ramps. He says you're going to lose one of them here in the next couple of weeks. We probably. are, and and you know uh, it was great advice. I had Paul Bailey on the show, a guide up there as well on my show this morning, and uh, great advice. You know, if you go up to Clear Lake, every one of the docks at the launch ramp has a line a red line, a yellow line, whatever, but they've painted that line to show you where the end of that launch ramp is. So you, you need to be cautious when you're backing in. Guys are starting to fall off. How the far is the drop there? It depends on where they are, but it'll hang a trailer up. Six sure. inches, 12 oh, inches? Oh, no, no, it's feet. It'll, oh, yeah, well, if you back off the end of it, it's you're, it's kind of ugly. Man, if you back off a 10-incher, it gets ugly it up it, at Eagle Lake It sometimes. does, yeah, it does. And, and you know, it's it's tow truck time if you if you do that because a four-wheel drive is not pulling them out nope. on a slick, wet launch ramp, you know. so Try um, it at Eagle with ice on it. <laughs> with ice. With a truck connected to the front of my truck and a truck connected to the front of the other guy's truck pulling us up the ramp in the ice. Exactly right. So, it, you know, it was uh, – it's – it's a lot going on up there, you know, obviously at, uh, at Clear Lake. It's fishing pretty good, um, but the weeds are definitely starting to grow, Sep. And what's happened is we get a lot of weeds, and then those weeds filter the water. Obviously, you know how that works. It filters that water up there. The water's clear. Sun penetrates a little deeper. Then we get weeds a little farther out, a little farther out. So um, It's great that we have weed growth, and I know how important yeah. it is for our minnows and the small fry yeah. and everything that are out there, but... One of the things that it also does is later in the summer, as those plants start to die, it causes a huge impact on the dissolved oxygen yeah, content. Especially in the water. at night, you know, obviously, as, as you know. And uh, so it, it as plants does, decay, they use up a lot of they, oxygen. They use the up water. a lot of oxygen. And, and, and their pellet boats are out there pretty regularly uh, dropping pellets. And, uh, you know, some of it they have to do. You know, they have to they have to pellet that pathway into the launch ramps. Sure. So sure. people could get in and out of. But, you know, as we all know that uh, that as as amateur biologists, we all believe that those pellets do I, more. I have a computer. I'm an expert. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we do, we know that a lot of those processes do more than maybe what we're told. But, uh, you know, we'll just kind of leave that there. But um, Clear Lake's still, you know, such a great fishery. And we had such a screwy spring that we didn't get the spawn, the normal spawning Clear Lake. 
So it all kind of happened in the last four weeks. Yeah, listening to Ross, he was fishing beds and just yeah. post post spawn yeah. also. So he's real close to shore the whole time, just kind of picking up fish around the edges of the lake. I would imagine. Yeah, and I went. Yeah, you go shallow. There's a there's a bed fish every five feet, but they're small. They're two pounders. Um, you know, I tied on a topwater frog and some big baits and we went out, you know, deep and fished rock piles and I threw a frog a lot and, uh, and by gosh, the frog fishing is going to be good in a couple of weeks, but it just wasn't. Didn't this Ross week. say something about topwater was pretty good? Too? A little for the first hour or so in the morning, yeah, they're yeah. catching some low light conditions, but it's a, still a great time to get up there, but you're going to have to be patient because you're going to, you're going to, if you don't like fishing in weeds, um, you might want to go to Oroville because, uh, there's a bunch of them at Clear Lake right now. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Are yeah. you using weedless and everything up there? Yeah, or? pretty much. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of top water and frogs and things like that. And, um, but you just have to adjust. You punch, uh, big weights down through the weeds, you know, to get, uh, plastics down through that, like you do in the Delta. So, well, if you were not heading to Clear Lake, where would you be bassing? Um, you know what? I think, I think our reservoirs are good, but it's going to be very timely. I mean, you know, I know Folsom's been kicking out fish. Orville has been really good. Um, this is a great time of year. If, you know, gas is stopping some folks, great time of year to be at Shasta. Yeah. I was going to um, ask you specifically yeah, about it's just, that. It's one. a numbers game up there. You can catch a bunch of them, you know, um, a lot of our lakes just, you know, Seth, they've had an increase of, uh, of boat buyers, as you might have heard. I heard that. In the past couple of years. And, uh, uh, some of those new boat buyers are, uh, are headed off to the reservoirs and the Delta, uh, these days. I don't blame them. I'd be heading out. I got a, no- I, really I got a notice from Gone Fishing Marine the other day that my boat is coming, but they switched it to a 23 instead of a 22. That's a good thing. Model your changes so in I, July. I so. appreciate my good friend Mark Bland at Gone Fishing Marine keeping me posted because I'm ready to go fishing this fall. He normally just, he normally just calls and chews my butt. I'm glad he said. Uh, That's because you're the new boat rep in the <laughs> that area. Happens. Yeah. No, Where no, no. are my boats that I ordered a year ago? He does a great job at God Fisher Marine without a doubt. And, and, uh, they definitely sell a lot of boats up here. So no question it's, about it's, it. It's fun, but you know, uh, it, this is definitely the time of year to go bass fishing and, uh, and you know, just be aware of the boat traffic. Concentrate on five mile an hour zones, the ends of the rivers, you know, things P- like that. Pedialyte time. Yeah, well, stay hydrated. And I did a whole segment. Go back and listen to the archive of the Ultimate Bass Show once it's up today. But I showed John, my brother-in-law, said, yep. "Here's my package of Pedialyte. It goes yep. in the truck everywhere I, I go." I do. A, I every year, you know, we we try to talk about how to stay hydrated because most of us don't know how to. Yeah, uh, we have very salt false senses of how to fish in the heat. And, you know, they want to talk about, oh, drink water. Uh, that's not enough once your electrolytes get low. No. Electrolytes, folks. It's the only way to go to keep you up and going. And one of the best ones you can get is V8. Just chug a couple of V8s real quick and V8's you'll be fine. V8's great. You know, if you can stand coconut water, because it's not always Yuck. all that good. I know. That's, Yuck. I knew you were going to say that, but you know. Almond milk. Wa- <laughs> wa- hey, you know what? Put some watermelon in the boat, Sep. Things like that. Those are all high in electrolytes. Sunflower seeds, almonds. Uh, those are those will be some things that will help you survive in the heat. Just and you know, bass guys are a lot tougher than most. We do it from, you know, we have to do that deal from daylight to about four o'clock in the afternoon in the heat, because that's when weigh-in is. So you definitely have to take care of yourself. Okay, I've had enough bass avoid for the ca- day. How about you, other caffeine. guys? Everybody done with bass? Can yeah, I go now? Too. Yeah, you can. Can go. I leave? Hey, it's time for get a clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, did you know statistics indicate that most anglers who drown in boating accidents were boating alone? Did you know most anglers who drown know how to swim? And did you know they weren't wearing a life jacket because they knew how to swim? We recommend you go boating with a buddy. But if you're determined to head out alone, increase your safety by doing just a few simple things. Make a plan that tells family or friends where you're going and when you think you'll be back. Carry a signaling device and always wear that life jacket. It will help keep you afloat till help arrives. So save your own life. Get a clue, take care of yourself, stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing rope from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at 
SethSaps.com and UltimateBassRadio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? We are doing outstanding in here, having a good time. I hope the listeners are still listening because we're having too good a time sometimes. Hey, I got your big Father's Day sale ad here. It looks like you're giving away the store from June 15th to June 25th for fathers. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make some fathers happy, you know. We all wait for this time of year and hopefully somebody buys us something. <laughs> exactly. But you you have got it covered, man. You even have all the safes on sale. Well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of safes on sale with $300 savings. Folks, uh, that doesn't happen very often. You might want to get down there. Yeah. Yeah, the brownies, we're offering an instant rebate anywhere from 150 to $300. And brownies got a mail-in rebate for 150 to $300. And then the price of the safe brings it down tremendously. You look at one of the $3,000 safes. You're saving $600 right off the top. Yeah, that's not a bad way to go about it, and they're high-quality browning safes, too, so uh, you can always uh, know you've got confidence there. A lot of firearms on sale, too, with rebates. Yep, yeah, browning's got uh, their uh, shotguns and their uh, rifles, and they're all 50 to $125 rebate, and then we're going to match it, of course. And so you get that, and you come down the Eckbolt to get 100 bucks off them. So it's a really good deal. Hey, do you remember when uh, 22 rounds you could get a brick of 500 for about 30 bucks? Yeah. That was just like a few weeks ago, I think, maybe <laughs> maybe a year ago or so. Looks like they've dropped down to reality again. 13 bucks, 13.99 a box for 500. That's the way no, to it's go. It's a box of 100. Oh, is it? Yes. So they're still expensive. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a box of 100. That's a brownie's uh Pro Shot 22, 40 grain, long, uh, round nose, box of 100. And I've showed Travis my safe, my ammo safe, a couple of times. And I opened it up and I showed him bricks of 22s marked $9.69 from guns, fishing, and other stuff before the year 2000 is my guess. Yeah, probably before the the first uh, it was, 22 shortage. You guys were in the strip mall over there at that yep. time. And yep. now you've moved to the big mansion over there next to the freeway. So you've got uh, a whole lot more product available. But I am loaded up. I got a couple of thousand rounds of 22 just because I'm a plinker and I like to go out and shoot. I've got, a, I've got at least 20 year old, maybe 30 year old to ammo. And my brother in law asked me a question. Does ammo hold up over the long period? I mean, I shoot them anyway. If it doesn't go off, I throw it away. But how does ammo hold up nowadays? It holds up really well. You know, the only thing bad for ammo is water, uh, salt water, basically, and it'll start to corrode the casings. Otherwise, it's just fine. If you see corrosion on the casing, kind of wipe it off. If it's not very deep, shoot it. If it ain't, if it gets a little deep, you better throw it away because bad things can happen. Yeah, I, I pulled some out, and you see the little piece of lead, a little crooked on the end of it. Just finish that off, throw it away. You don't want to put uh, damaged ammo or something that doesn't look perfect into a round. That's for sure, into your barrel. Yep. 
Yeah, you also, you look a little further down, it says more gifts for Dad. Check out the prices on those SD40s. I'm looking down the list right now to see the SD40. Where is the SD40? Yeah, right, two lines below, more great gifts for Dad. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> $349 for an SDVE 40. That's a Smith & Wesson 40, man. Yep. 349 Yep. And then the one with the, with the high-vis sites is 379 Now, tell me where you're going to beat those prices. You're not going to beat those prices. What's happening? Is our guns starting to loosen up? Are they getting more and more uh, product in and the ammo is coming out with it? Well, ammo is coming out, but I've got... Smith & Wesson decided to ship me my entire last year's order at one time. Well, then we've got a horde over there, right? Yep. <laughs> well, I'll be da- I'll be down right away. Okay, come on down. I'll be there. Well, then you got Winchester rounds. You got everything set for them. I'm just scanning yeah, down this is, ad right you know, now. Everybody starts thinking about uh, dove season. The Winchester Super X, twelve gauge, two and three quarter six shot. Fifteen ninety nine a box. We just got a pallet in. Fifteen ninety nine a box. That breaks down to about uh, what? Uh, about seventy five cents around. Seventy five cents around. So that dove, that one bite of dove meat you're going to get out of that one dove is going to cost you seventy five cents. That's still cheaper than prime rib, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look at the cost of deer meat. It's about one hundred and twenty dollars a pound. Yeah. Well, the cost of ducks is getting way up there too, my friend. You know, ammunition is a very expensive thing in this state. There's no question about it. And the shortage didn't uh, create anything with supply and demand. Supply goes up. Demand goes up. Supplies go down when it does. And uh, it looks like they're getting it back in order. Are you short anything right now? Or are you still having trouble getting some of the uh, non-lead? I'm having a little trouble getting uh, hunting rods for California for rifle. We have some uh, various calibers and stuff, but not all calibers yet. And we're working on that every well, deer season isn't that far down the line. How are you looking for deer ammo? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got, like I said, I got uh, a few rounds of uh, various calibers, uh, but not all calibers. I'm still short sub mag and a couple others. And many but, of your other shops out there, folks, might be short too. So if you're not looking around right now, you may be looking forever. Yeah, if you're interested, start stocking up for duck season. We're starting to get our duck ammo in, surprisingly, already. Well, it means the supply side is picking up a little bit, and they're starting to get the orders out. That'll yeah, make these it... are all last year's orders that are coming in now. Well, it's going to pour in, and you're going to be well in stock if you get this year's orders pretty soon. Yeah, if I get them, I, somehow i got a feeling they're just going to catch last year's orders and forget about this year's orders. They'll send those <laughs> next year. Well, Travis, I know you've had some great trips lately. You had a great trip down to Mexico. Now you're back for a while. Hello. Are you going to be back for a while sticking around the house, or are you going to be running yeah. around to Mexico again? No, I'll be home for a while. My I didn't draw any deer tags, and so my only hunting here is going to be here on the ranch, and I'm, me and a couple friends are talking about see, getting a C-zone or a D-zone tag. Yeah, you poor guy. You only got that 4,000-acre ranch to hunt out there. It's probably got pigs running around on it you'll never tell us about. I know you got deer out there. I've seen them. I know you got quail. I know you got dove. What else you got out there? Oh, we got a few turkeys. And uh, why? About four or five bear on the property, but we can't shoot those. Why would you go out of state when you got that property to shoot? 
Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, well, we expanded it last year, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Guns, yeah. fishing, and other stuff, folks. It's your place to stop if you're in Dublin or if you're right there in Vacaville. It's r- both of them are located right off the freeway. Stop in and make sure you get exactly what you need for your new f- next fishing trip or your next hunting trip. And if you're hunting, look in advance to make sure you can get exactly the rounds and ammo you need. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We'll talk to you again next week. Hi, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you at the store. Count on it. We'll, we'll be there for your Father's Day sale. All right, let's go to Eagle Lake, where I have not been so far this year. Play the damn clothes. I look like a fool in here. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. More California Sportsman with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. Obviously, I'm just so anxious to keep moving forward on everything. Let's take you live now to Eagle Lake, and let's climb on board with North State Guide Service, Captain Robert Muller right now, and check in on the action. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. How come you're not up here fishing with me? Because I'm down here in a warm studio. <laughs> it sounds like you got a north wind howling right now, a little white chop on the water. What's it like? Uh, actually, we got a south wind blowing about 15 with white caps. This is great. Yeah, it's just coming from the other way. We had a north wind yesterday that switched it to south down here, so it's probably shifted up there, too. Tell our listeners about the action and what you've been doing the last couple of weeks. Well, we've been top-lining flies like I always do this time of year, but we got this little warm weather spell last three days, and yesterday I kind of – I had one client where we just went and played and scouted and – I caught fish top line and flies. I caught fish on lead core. I caught fish on downriggers. Caught fish bait fishing. So it's a pretty good bite when you can catch them doing everything. So it's really slow, huh? Yeah, it's real slow. <laughs> Guys are sending me notes and photos and everything. They're saying, hey, they're running two and a half, three and a half pounds. I, what I understand, the biggest so far is a 314. Have you heard anything bigger than that yet? Uh, I just got one that's almost 25. It's 24 and three quarters. That fish weighs five pounds if it's fat. Yep, it's, well, it's not fat, but it's ready. It's probably four and a quarter, four and a half. Well, that's exactly what you want. And that lake has got monsters in it, but big fish get big because they're smarter than the stupid fresh planters that are growing up in the lake. You know, they've already seen it. They might have been hooked and released already. So if you want to catch big fish, you have to have the perfect presentation. What are you doing to intercept the fish? Um, this morning I actually had a real good client friend of mine. He wanted his granddaughter to catch a fish on a bobber. So we went bobber fishing and we caught the first one on a bobber and was kind of slow doing that. So we put, well, we tried to put the trolling rods out with flies and we went about 20 feet and put two, got a double, that bigger fish and one about three pounds. So we're just dragging flies right now. We might switch over to some downriggers here in a little bit. Yeah, it, Eagle Lake, folks, this time of year can be absolutely great. And once the lake stratifies and develops a good thermocline down there, it's pretty easy to get into them, too. But the big fish, the best fishing opportunities start in September and go into October and November. And now that the lake's open into February, that uh, if you can get through the hard ice on the surface, you could probably do a little trolling then, too, or bait fishing then. I've always found that bait fishing, that night crawler under bobber technique, produces the biggest fish for me. Have you noticed that? You know, I would say, except years past when we had higher water, that was exactly right. But I would say now, with the lake being lower, 
the fish are more keyed on a feeding on the shrimp and the snails more than anything. Uh-huh. And the guys that are nymph fishing with uh, the fly rods are actually outperforming everything. So the guys that have got their flies or presentation just off the bottom down there are doing pretty good. So they must have their heads down poking in the rocks. Yes, yeah, all the fish we're catching, they're all got sore jaws from turning rocks. You can see the bruises and the cuts on their jaws. Well, it's funny how they go around the lake. They kind of move like cattle, and they just move, all right, we're feeding on minnows over here, and now we're going to feed on snails and leeches over here in the rocks, and they just move around like they know what's happening all the time, don't they? Yep. I can tell you this, the numbers of the fish in this lake last year and this year are higher than I've seen in the last 15 years. I mean, I've been averaging 20 fish a day. That's not a bad average, folks, if you want to get up there for some big rainbow trout. And, you know, you catch these little three-quarter pounders and stuff in the streams and places, and that's all just fine. You can do all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, my phone's ringing, the bottom line to this, folks, is just your presentation needs to be perfect in the right place at the right time without a bunch of loose line hanging off of it, and you're fooling these big fish. And if you want to catch big fish, you got to fool them. They don't get big by being stupid. Robert, I can tell you how good the fishing is. The trash cans at the fish cleaning states have been full every day. So that's always a good indicator of how the fish is. Yeah, and fishing game was probably there on opening weekend and doing a lot of measurements and stuff. Are they still doing any checks? You know, I've seen Paul Devine probably five times. So, yeah, they're 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 still taking their uh, scale samples and weights and measures and all that. They're really paying great attention to Eagle Lake. They're really managing it pretty well right now. The fish need to get a little bit bigger, but that's what happens. They plant in the spring and the fall up there, so there's always going to be fresh planters in the lake, and you kind of got to go through the smaller fish to get into the holdover fish, and that's what it's all about. I haven't caught one planted fish for a year planted fish. Everything I've caught this year has been a a two-and-a-half-year-old fish or older. Excellent. That's exactly what you want to hear. Let those other guys eat in some area where we're not fishing. Let them grow. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if everybody's that's getting those or maybe they're trolling in the middle of the lake or what, but, you know, everything I've been seeing has all been two-and-a-half-year-old fish to four-year-old fish. Today we got one that was six-year-old, and a lot of people don't know. You can tell by the fin clips on the fish to eight. That's right. There's a Paul, uh, God, what was his name, the old guy? Paul Chappelle. Uh, yeah, Paul Chappelle, the old biologist up there, sent me the chart of all the fin clips and everything so you could tell exactly how old the fish was and when it was planted, the whole bit. It's very good lake, folks, with great facilities up there right now. The launch ramp's a little tricky at the south end, but it's open, and it'll be good, and I think they're going to be doing some assistance to it to make it last a little longer so it doesn't dry up on you. But the bottom line to the whole thing is all the campgrounds are open except for Christie Campground. They didn't open the uh, they opened it up they opened it up uh, about six days ago. Excellent. That means they got the concessionaire going and everything. The store gonna be opening up soon too, or they... um they're still boarded up, but that should be coming soon. That's real good to hear. But in the meantime, all you gotta do is head up to Spalding, up to the little town on the south or the west side of the lake. Stop in there. They got the full RV park with all the hookups. They got David Leroy renting all the cabins at Heritage Land Company. And of course, the Eagle Lake RV park and store right there for you has everything, including gas and the whole enchilada. So head up there to Eagle Lake, get into some great trophy trout fishing and make sure you make a reservation with North State Guide Service beforehand. Robert, give them the information. Everybody knows, Sep, I'm going to be able to fish all season. People are putting rumors out there, you know, September, this, that. I I got places I can put my boat in off the tank. I'm not worried about it. So 
I'm going to fish until I get froze out or I get tired of fishing and go duck hunting. I understand. I know a lot of places you can launch a boat at that lake. <laughs> yes. And some people just wonder where you're going sometimes, but we're going exactly. fishing. That's exactly what we're doing. Give them all the hookup info they need for North State Guide Service so they can get out there with you. Uh, they can find me on Facebook at North State Guide Service, or they can get me on the telephone at 530-260-7516. All right, partner, you have a good one. Thanks for joining us today. You too. Hey, Dave Hurley sent me in a recording with some great stuff, and I want to get it in here before the end of the show, so roll it, Chris. Good morning, Kent. Good morning, Sepp. This is Dave Hurley. We're just going over some Northern California fishing opportunities. Uh, we'll start in the north part of the state. Eagle Lake remains very good for Eagle two limp. Two fish limits of Eagle Lake strain trout up to three pounds. Guys like Tim Noxon have been fly fishing along the rocks uh, over at Wildcat and Pelican. Uh, trollers are scoring at depths from 2 to 15 feet with Thomas Boyance in red and gold. It seems like orange of that gold color is the, is the uh, pattern that the fish are targeting. The only concern there has been the number of boats that are power launching when they put their boats back on the trailer and that is causing a lot of silt and buildup at the edge of the ramp where there's only about five feet of water. Uh, the Christie campground is open this weekend which is good news. It had been closed for the first two weekends so Eagle Lake looks like it's in good shape right now for those people that are heading up there. Uh, going over to Lake Shasta, the bass bite's been outstanding. There's a top water bite in the early mornings uh, moving down progressively uh, best fishing seems to be in the arms. Um, there was a 20-inch kokanee taken out of uh, Shasta this week, so that is very, very good news. Uh, and I think that that lake is going to explode for kokanee. Speaking of kokanee in the North State, Whiskey Town remains excellent for kokanee up to 14 inches, maybe a little bit larger. Uh, fishing has been fantastic since January, and it doesn't look like it's slowing down. Moving a little further south, Almanor still remains outstanding for browns and rainbow trout. For those trollers, the water temperature is rising. Smallmouth bass fishing has been really good. Um, that has been an underutilized spot. It's always a beautiful spot to go. Bullard's Bar on the Yuba River, once again, kicking out limits of kokanee. Uh, they're dropping down deeper now. They're down 50, 60 feet at the most. We start off fairly shallow in the morning and heading down, but that has been outstanding. Uh, moving over to Stampede, which is probably the hottest kokanee lake in the entire state. Uh, limits are coming a little bit longer than 15 minutes as the fish are dropping down. The pressure there has been pretty intense, but uh, really quality kokanee, and they're much larger than in the past. They're 14, maybe even up to 15 inches out of Stampede. Uh, in that same region, Lake Tahoe has been tremendous for Mackinac trout. J.D. Ritchie of Ritchie's Sport Fishing has been either trolling Rapalus at 90 to 120 feet or working live bait with a really light tackle with a one ounce egg sinker to get down to that depth. You know, quick limits of uh, Mackinac. And there's a lot of quick limits going on up there. I want to uh, cut that a little bit short because it's going to run over at the end of the show, but there are plenty of opportunities there. And what I'm doing right now is I'm going back to San Francisco Bay, and we're going to climb on board with Captain Steve Mitchell on Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Check in what's been going on out in San Francisco Bay so far this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, so far, uh, there's been only probably a couple of nets flying. 
lots of bait and pushed in and everything right up underneath the gate out here on the Christie Fields area. But I think this area right now has got beaten up pretty good in the past three or four days or what have you. But uh, we found that there's another bite going on elsewhere. And I don't know how many listeners you got, so I don't just put well, that, it all out. This there. is the best but part of but working with a network like you do, with James, with Jay, with all the guys out there, you guys communicate. Absolutely. You fish different areas. You call each other over. You make sure, working as a team, that everybody's getting fish and all the clients are happy. That's the bottom line, isn't it? That's exactly what's happening. And so that's what I did. I got the call that uh, is happening elsewhere. And so we're making our way across Alcatraz right now. And uh, we're going to go over to the designated spot. These guys got net swinging already over there. So we'll imagine as soon as we get there, our 15 guys that's on board, we'll have fish on in no time. All right, Steve, get back to your clients. Take care of business, my friend, and we'll talk to you again real soon. All right, guys, you have a good one. Take care. You know, he's having fun out there. He's about ready to get into him. We had a lot of stuff going on today, a lot of fish available out there. I just hope that you guys will get off your butts and get outdoors. It's a great opportunity to get away from the house in the heat. It looks like next week's going to be some pretty decent weather down into the low 80s and then going back up into the 90s the following week. I want to thank you all for joining us today, and I hope you'll join us here again next week right here on California Sportsman. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.